Manimal here. It's Wednesday, June 7th. That's right. Texas Rangers with the boys is back on a special Wednesday edition because we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to go around Major League Baseball. We've got all those Rangers news, notes, the injury report. Of course, we're going to talk about Jacob deGrom having Tommy John surgery. We've got two box scores to go over from Monday and Tuesday night. And uh, we're going to preview Wednesday's series finale as the Rangers go for the sweep against the Cardinals. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. And you can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on social media. Give us a follow over at TX Rangers WTB. And don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And joining me, a man who flew solo last night and absolutely killed it, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? I know you're excited about this Rangers baseball team, but also where can they find you on socials? Well, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Last night was an interesting task for the old manimal. I hadn't, uh, I hadn't ever done anything like that before where I where I had to just uh, entertain myself for, for 12, 15 minutes like we, like we did last night. But it was, I, I would feel remiss to uh, not talk about the situation that, ha- that went down on Monday afternoon um, before, or, uh, you know, Monday afternoon with DeGrom going to the 60. And I'm sure we'll talk about what went down today with DeGrom uh, or yesterday as well. Um, before the show is over, but that's not what we're doing right now. I just, I'm here to tell you guys right now that, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal 300, TikTok and Facebook, Bull Pro, and uh, you know, whatever your favorite social media platform is, find me on there and we'll talk some baseball. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I'm on there as, uh, the, with the Texas Rangers, with the boys, uh, we don't actually have anyone running that for us. That's just me and Kev. So uh, those those hot sports opinions are ours as well. So so join us, talk some baseball, and and you know we love our Ranger fans, and uh, uh, hope that uh, you know hope you're enjoying the show as much as we're enjoying doing it. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you give them your social media, or did I just 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 zone out there? Yeah, I, I gave it to them. Remember, then I went off and started talking about the platform social media. So you know, I, I, <laughs> okay, it, okay, it's, it's okay. easy to. Yeah, it's easy to get confused there. I mean, I understand. And, you know, it's early in the morning, brother. Yeah, good old morning early. So um, let's jump right into our around the league section. Um, some pretty interesting news um, in terms of injuries. I mean, it's been a year. I mean, I know there's injuries every year, but it really feels like this year we've we've seen uh, a lot a lot of kind of major injuries happening. Uh, Aaron Judge hits the I.L. It's uh, crazy, real quick, uh, it's crazy that Aaron Judge hits the IL today or yesterday, and it kind of like flies under the radar um, mm-hmm. on the on the day's injury news, you know, it just kind of flies under what happened here in Texas. Yeah, it does fall <laughs> second to that because the Grom is such huge news right now. Um, and then uh, Brandon Buxton, uh, who's definitely not as big of a name as Judge, but he's a heck of a player. Byron, uh, Byron Buxton. The, Byron Buxton, uh, he hits the, the IL. 
So uh, a blow for the Twins in those really cool new uniforms they've got. And and really, um, I just want those guys healthy and back on the field for their team. So whenever we get to the yep. playoffs and we're playing those teams, they, they're at full strength. Yeah, we're not hearing, a, oh, we only beat them because. And that, that was um, kind of putting the cart before the horse there. Uh, if we're in the playoffs and we're playing those teams, let's do that. Right. Because I don't want to. I don't want anything to come back as the old manimal jinx on this thing if they go like three for their next 20. You know? <laughs> well, I'm going to say this about that. And you know how I, how I feel <laughs> about those kind of statements. If the entire baseball season truly hinges on the words that you say, then we have to figure out exactly what you need to say all year so that we can win the World Series. Uh, um, I feel like so far I'm saying the right things. You are. Alex Manoa. Uh, option to the complex. He's been struggling big time. Hasn't he? Yeah, he, he couldn't get through a third of an inning or a full inning last night. Only got a third. And uh, mm. I also think he got ejected for the sticky stuff, right? Man. How yeah. did he get to the – How did weird. he get – What's crazy that he got to the mound with the sticky stuff on, but he couldn't get off the – Or Like, I, I mean, because they check him when they come out of the bullpen. Right. So right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how he made it to the mound with the sticky stuff on or if he was had it in his hat or whatever. I mean, but, you know, he shouldn't even made it to the mound with that stuff on there or he should, you know, I mean, but who knows? He's he's going to go back to, um, I think, uh, uh, I think Toronto's in Dundon, Florida, uh, which is, uh, you know, that's where their complex is. And, you know, Alex Manoa is going to be back. He's he's too good of a pitcher to be gone forever. Sure. This is just a little bump in the road for a young kid, and he'll be back. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's too much to be super concerned about when it comes to that, but it is kind of peculiar. Um, looks like our old buddy Cole Calhoun uh, signs a minor league deal with the Dodgers. Um, you know, I, I guess Man. that's somewhat yeah. Rangers news. Yeah. You know, you know what this is. This is just totally getting us into Rangers talk. Yeah, we're talking yeah, about well, old, yeah. Yeah, yeah, then we got old Nick. Everybody's old tonight. Uh, old Nick Solak, no. designated by the Braves for assignment. Kind of a sad kind of major league story for Solak, but a guy that had a lot of promise as a hitter. It just hasn't been able to to have it come together for him. Well, and, he, you know, he got some consistent bats here, and he just wasn't consistent at the plate. And, you know, once that happens, you have a trouble or you have trouble getting consistent at bats at the big league level. And, you know, there may be a day where Nick Solak gets consistent at bats somewhere and he becomes the hitter that, you know, the Rangers thought he was when they traded Pete Fairbanks to the Tampa mm. Bay Rays for, for mm. him, you know. But, uh, you know – Nick uh, Nick Solak, I, I liked him when he was here. He had he had a productive year, uh, one year, and then it just kind of went away, and and he just never was the player that they thought he was going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, in AOS news, Houston uh, splits the first of two with Toronto, uh, but that means that with a win last night, the Texas Rangers open up a four and a half game lead. In the AL West, I believe, largest of the season. That's the largest lead the Rangers have had this season, and uh, they're doing it on the doing it on the backs of uh, the bullpen these last couple of weeks. And and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, not to not to mention they've scored a handful of runs pretty much every night runs too. Runs in like like three in like ten games. <laughs> yeah, they um. they're, they're scoring <laughs> runs, but they're they're getting pitching. So you know, it, it, it you're normally a pretty good team when you're first in the league in hitting and third in the league in pitching. That's that's a good point. Uh, and being talking about tops in the league, Rangers are second in the MLB, uh, three games back of Tampa in the uh, in the one loss column. Oh, well, then, 
But yeah, they're just one back of Tampa in the loss column. Okay. One yeah. back of Tampa in the loss column. And uh, this is the best Rangers record through 60 games. Everybody just sit down for a second when you hear this of all time. Yeah, they're they're doing it this year. I mean, they've had good teams in the past. 2011 was a good team, and they started early and, and won a bunch of games right out of the gates. And, you know, uh, 2016 was a good team, but it was really June and July before they really started putting it together. Um, uh, you know, so the, you got to go back a long time since the, the Rangers have done something like this. And, and, and what I mean by that is, is it's never happened. Forever. So you got to just keep going back forever. <laughs> <laughs> like you like pass Adam and Eve and yeah. you still can't, you still can't find a start no. like this for the Rangers. No, you can't. And I think, and again, I, I, I want to toot my own horn a little bit here, but remember at the beginning of the year, I must've said it every single show that it, that for a team like this, not every team. Okay. has to get off to a stop, a good start. And it doesn't mean you're winning the world series. It's not the point. But a team like the Rangers coming off of, you know, really kind of a disappointing season last year and all the moves that they've made, I just felt like they had to get off to a great start. And not only did they get off to a great start, they got off to the best start they've ever had in their history. And this has all been done um, without that, really without, with only six games, which honestly, aren't you happy about those six games that we got from Jake DeGrom? Because right now those six games are mattering with that four and a half game lead over Houston. Well, it matters. And, and again, you know, we're going to talk about uh, DeGrom here in a second, but like the culture changed. And I'll tell you what yeah. I mean by that in a minute, but we got a couple of more notes we want to do yeah. before we yep. get yep. there, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, Corey Seager, um, player of the week, I guess, AL player of the week. Well, so... last time me and you were together, um, we were talking about Ivaldi uh, and uh, Young winning player of the month. So uh, mm-hmm. to see Seager kind of back that up with the player of the week uh really nice yeah it's pretty awesome just the rangers getting a lot of recognition speaking of recognition marcus simeon on the second longest hitting streak in rangers history only behind gabe kapler's 28 game hitting streak and simeon's at 25 games right now and just uh being really again i love seager player of the week the highest paid player on the offensive or on the position side of the ball but right now, Marcus Simeon is the leader of this team, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and he he has been the engine since uh, the injury problems happened with DeGrom and with Seager. He's been the engine that this team has been running on. So uh, I can't say enough about him. Yeah. And one more thing. Yeah, real quick. One more thing. That, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just no, want to say you. one more thing about Simeon, because who is the mo- who is his biggest critic? You. Like, you. You. You spent all this time last year while I was showing how good his numbers were to you at the end of the season, you know, reminding me about April and May. Yeah. Yeah. But, and this year we're in June. So now he's basically, now he's basically put a full season together and he, it might've been the best season in Texas Rangers history as a player. But I just want to say the, the hit to extend that hitting streak last night, was huge for the Texas Rangers. And it seems like every time he's at the plate, it's been huge when he's up there. So, you know, big, big, big ups to Marcus Simeon for just being so productive for this thing. Absolutely. And uh, let's go ahead here. Uh, Danny Duffy, who was looking really rough out at Frisco uh, over the weekend, but it looks like he's kind of, kind of righted the ship out there in his second outing in Frisco. 
yeah, much much better uh, last night uh, in relief of Jack Leiter and uh, the the Rough Riders. So I just wanted to add that in there because we're talking about uh, a good arm going to the DL or the IL. So we wanna we wanna talk about the idea that there are reinforcements coming and starting to get healthy. Yeah, yeah, there 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 definitely is a lot of options coming up right now in the Rangers bullpen in terms of hey, they're gonna have guys that that before we go make some big trade and get rid of try to trade a Josh Steffen or something. Um, you know, let's see what we got in our own in our own house and see if we can throw some guys out there to, that work, but it's kind of working right now anyways. Um, so let's go in real quick. Uh, you already touched on DeGrom at length yesterday, but, you know, he's going to have Tommy John surgery. He's on a 60-day DL um, or IL. Uh, and you did have a, a great point to add just about how important, even though he has had limited time with this team, uh, how important he's been and how important it is to him. Like this is, this hurt him. Like he yeah, was upset. He, he didn't, he didn't want to come here and, and go instantly down. And uh, you know, you could tell in his, in his presser before the game yesterday that he was, he was visibly shook by this and he wants, he wants to be on this team and he knows this team is special just like we do. And, you know, I mean, he's there with them every day, so he's got a better grasp on it. So when he's as sad as he is, I wanted to cry for the dude yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I wanted, I want, like, I, I mean, I felt this pain, like, not literally, but, you know, like, in the sense of, like, like, dude, this is a guy that he's as fierce a competitor as anybody. You don't be, you're not as good as he is as a baseball player and not a fierce competitor. And so, you know, I mean, there's a couple of, it, we'll kind of find out more when they get in there, but uh, you know they're having a lot of success with this brace that they're putting on the um, on that UCL ligament. And uh, I was kind of doing a little bit more research on it today because I was still thinking that that was like a twelve to fifteen months type um, recovery time if they do that internal brace like Aaron Zavala had after his um, after his tear at the Arizona fall league. And you're talking that would have been the middle of October and he would have been, or the, yeah, the middle of October and he was back playing ball already. So, you know, I don't know if that's going to be an option for him, but uh, you know, I was seeing that some of the guys that have had players uh, coaches that have had players that have had this internal brace, they're getting guys back between six and nine months instead of mm-hmm. 12 to 12 to 18 months, like the original Tommy John surgery where they use the cadaver ligament and, and, you know, f- repair it with that. Um, I don't know, you know, they'll know more when they get in there, but you know, the Rangers are having success with these surgeries at the, while they're uh, um, like overseeing high school and college players in this area. So, and, you know, they had success with Zavala. Zavala's already back on the field and, you know, performance with Frisco. So I don't know exactly how it's going to end up for him just yet. Uh, I feel his, I feel for the guy. Um, there's a lot of people saying, I told you so today. But let me tell you this. Jacob deGrom coming to the Texas Rangers changed the, the identity of the Texas Rangers. Um, I agree. Did they, did they overpay for him? Of course they did. That's what you have to do to get free agents to come to your town. That's why teams like Seattle and and those St. Louis, those clubs like that, Milwaukee, they're always telling you, oh, well, you know, it's just so expensive. It's just so we don't have the players won't come here, this stuff right here, but they won't spend for their fan bases. 
And, you know, Ray Davis did this, did that for the Texas Rangers these last couple of years, and the dividends are being paid. And I just think the culture with Jacob deGrom and, uh, like, it, it moved that notion that the Rangers are trying to win with pitching now. And, you know, th- there's not much different about this lineup than last year's lineup. Right, right. It's not but, a huge, drastic difference. Yeah, I agree exactly. Yeah, but there's consistency in that lineup. And I think that comes from Bochi keeping everything the same every day. And But the mm-hmm. culture changed with DeGrom. And I think that, you know, like there's pitching here now behind him. And there's pitching here that he can help here at, at, at while he's doing his recovery and rehab. And, you know, I mean, of course, you know, it's easy to say I told you so and all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, when you can change the whole culture of your clubhouse with one guy you know maybe that's more worth it than the the innings that he's actually pitching and i and i know that that you know that that doesn't justify any of the money blah 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 but you you know you know damn well watching him before the game yesterday that this hurts him as much as it hurts the fans and it hurts the rest of the guys in that clubhouse and i won't yeah man and i agree with everything you're saying about degrom man I, i think he's had a huge impact on the culture of this team and I think it said volume, it spoke volumes to the league uh, when a guy like that comes uh, to your team. But speaking of this team and speaking of the success of this team and the culture, if you haven't gone out and got your all-star votes in for these Texas Rangers, you need to go ahead and do that. You can have up to five votes per day. So get out there, vote for our guys. And, and that's them, from get, each. Uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say that's just from each device that's in your house. So like take your wife's phone. Take your kids' phones. I mean, you can vote up to like 300 times a day if you've got enough friends. That's what I'm talking about. So get out there, vote for for your people. And speaking of voting for your people, uh, you know, I had a a pretty good conversation uh, today with uh, a a big guy by the name of Brick Savage. And I know the big dame was carrying that that championship around over there in Matt War Pro, the Trinity River Heritage title. Uh, I don't think that Brick Savage is uh, just going to let him walk around there without uh, maybe maybe looking to uh, compete for that bad boy. Well, yeah, and I, but I don't think it's going to happen on July 28th at Ultraviolet Dreamers. I was mm. I, uh, I was said it wrong the other day. I was said Ultraviolet Enemies. It's Dreamers. It's a play mm. on Cypress Hill. So I mm. like that. I like that. I enjoy Cypress Hill. And uh, me and them have uh, activities in common. But July 28th at the Southside Preservation Hall, Matt War Pro Wrestling in conjunction with Texas Roughhouse Wrestling and Def Ref will be back at the Fort Worth Preservation or the Southside Preservation Hall in Fort Worth, Texas, right across from the new fire department uh, um, play area, skate park right over there. So come on out and join us Friday, July 28th. We're going to have Kelly's Onion Burgers out back cooking up some more onion, onion burgers. We're going to have Starry's Ice Cream in there selling all the delicious ice cream. And it's going to be July 28th this time. So you're definitely going to want some ice cream because it's going to be mm. hot outside. You know it's going to be hot outside. Um, but uh, also there, Martin House, you know they're going to have the brews. They're going to bring them all. They're going to ice them down. They're going to give them away. They're not going to ask you for money. They're just going to give them mm. to you. And you know they'll have their seltzers, they'll have all their crazy beers, they'll probably have some pickle beer there. So come on out, Southside Preservation Hall, uh, Friday, July 28th, and join the Manimal, join Texas Roughhouse, join Matt War Pro for Ultraviolet Dreamers, Friday, July 28th. 
bell time, 7 p.m. Love it. Love it. Well, let's do what we do best and let's get into a Texas Rangers box score. Uh, we were off yesterday, therefore, uh, as far as just giving the box scores. So we've got a couple of box scores to cover going off uh, going off of our normal uh, routine here because we got baseball that we got to go to this week. And, and most yeah. games go late, and uh, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, and that's just the way baseball goes. Sometimes uh, as, uh, it happens. Great man might say. Yeah, yeah and, and Ron Wash knew better than anybody because there's probably been a bunch of nights he's been at the ballpark out there till midnight, 1 o'clock. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but – Really tremendous pitching performance Monday night from Martin Perez. He gave up the one earned, the one unearned run on a ball that in the stands I couldn't tell a hundred percent if it was on the transfer or not. But Bochi decided not to challenge it, and uh, um, the the Cardinals did get one unearned run off of Martin Perez in the seven innings that he was out there. Um, mm. I've decided that I'm not going to question Bochi at all on his move to Grant Anderson because mm-hmm. Grant Anderson had been lights out. Yeah. And if you want to question him for giving up a couple of runs to what Goldschmidt and Arenado and the boys up there in St. Louis, uh, you know, I mean, question away all you want and all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, Grant Anderson had been really good and there was no reason to not have confidence in the stuff that Grant Anderson has been providing. And you know what? I mean, those guys in St. Louis, yeah, they're down right now and they're not, they're not really performing, but there's still a bunch of guys. There's still Mm -hmm. a bunch of guys in that lineup that can hit. And there's still a bunch of guys that are hungry for winning. And, uh, you know, Paul Goldschmidt was the, is the defending NL MVP and, uh, you know, Arenado was right there behind him in the voting. And, uh, you know, Tommy Edmonds a good player. And, the, you know, so they've got good guys. Wilson Contreras is a good player. Um, but they've got some problems in their clubhouse right now. And, uh, you know, as being a, a, a St. Louis boy, I do follow these guys. And, and you know, I think Ali Marmol, he, he kind of, you know, who he reminds me of? Mm. Chris Woodward. Mm. He he has zero confidence in his own ability to make a decision. And I'll tell you that right now. Uh, he did the same thing this year with Tyler O'Neill that Woodward did last year with uh, um, uh, Leone Tavares. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm telling you right now that players do not perform for guys that, you know, that don't have the guts to make their own moves. And and we saw it here for several years with the Rangers and, you know, Bochi, he may, he makes moves with his hearts. So I'm not going to question that Grant Anderson blown save. The Rangers came back and got the job done anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, they did. Big, a big inning in the, um, in the, in the second for the Rangers, they got three runs there. Uh, Marcus Simeon extended his hitting streak to 24 in that third, in that second inning. And, uh, you know, Nate Lowe walked it off, or Nathaniel Lowe. I don't want to be on his bad side, but Nathaniel mm-hmm. Lowe walked it off in the ninth. Uh, Rangers got guys <laughs> out there, and I'll tell you right now, Arenado was playing no doubles down the line, and the shortstop was playing up the middle. And me and me and Mike, uh, my little brother Mike, we looked at each other and go, "Look at that gap between short and third. He's going to just bump something through there, and they're going to win this game." Well, if there's anything Nathaniel Lowe uh, can do better than anybody in baseball, that's go the opposite direction. Uh, yeah. He, you know, we'll, we'll talk about him going opposite field last night uh, with a big home run, but but he can go the other way. And and to me, 
Nathaniel Lowe is a throwback first baseman kind of guy. He might, he, I'm going to say it, but he's got that Will Clark, you know, like, like just got that smooth, not trying to hit homers kind of guy. I'm just going to hit line drives and it's working for the Rangers right now in that lineup. And again, kind of an unsung hero right there batting third every, uh, every night. And so there's just not a lot we can, we, we, we can't say about this lineup, but Nate Lowe kind of getting a little bit of a, he gets overlooked, but that I don't think he cares. Uh, I don't think we care. It's just we're glad he's on our team. The other no. thing, I agree with you on on Grant Anderson. Um, I, I like that Bochi put him out there as kind of his uh, setup man until until he's not. And yeah. so I and I don't I don't if he's not the setup man tomorrow or 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 going forward, I don't think that's the end of the world for Grant Anderson. But uh, I, I still you know at some point you're going to come back down to earth, and uh, you're not going to strike out every guy you 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 pitch to in the major leagues. And in in reality, for him. It was the control. It was that he couldn't – he wasn't finding the corners like he had been, which caused him to start putting some balls down the middle. And when you're not – when you're – I don't care who you are. If you're throwing 102, you can't throw the ball right down the middle to anybody in Major League Baseball, especially some good hitters, uh, the good hitters that they've got here on, on St. Louis, regardless of kind of their own struggles. But, uh, you know, another great night for Simeon uh, last – or night before last – uh, you know, Nate Lowe again has the the big walk off. You know, Corey Seager, another couple of hits, just up man, and down the lineup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. you look up and down the lineup, and that's a good lineup. I think that's the best lineup that the Rangers have to offer right there that they put out on the field Monday night is Simeon Seager, Lowe, Garcia, Young, Heim, Garver, Duran, and Tavares, one through nine. Yeah. And, you know, it's almost looks like when you look through their lineup every night, you know, like there may be like just one guy that didn't have a hit or one yeah. guy that didn't reach base or, I mean, they just seem to do it every night and, you know, it's fun to watch. And that was a fun game. I, uh, you know, I know a, a bunch of people were complaining about the bullpen, but the bullpen has been really good these last several weeks. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Will Smith came in and did his job and put them in a position to win that game. Yeah. A lot of fun uh, watching these, uh, these, these young players like the Durans, the Tavares, Grant Anderson, uh, you know, well, and Josh Young. Oh, speaking of Josh Young, uh, another soft J out there uh, during this series. We got Paul De, De Young. Um, but so, I think it's Paul. actually Paul D. Jong. Like, I think it's a hard J. I, no, I, I think, think they're, they're, well, they're pronouncing they're it Paul Young. I think, I think, think they're, they're blowing it, it. I think in St. Uh, Louis it's Paul D. Jong, but I'm not 100% hmm. sure. I don't want to say that for hmm. certain, but I thought that was a hard J. Because hmm, I'm just, well, you know, thinking, I'm thinking, that, you know, in in that that game, uh, I would say Paul DeYoung won the battle of the Soft Jays that night. Uh, but but maybe we'll go forward to uh, tomorrow or to last night, and maybe uh, Josh Young with the Soft J may have got may have got his yeah, revenge. Well, well, you know where Josh Young came from, right? Well, I know he played at Texas Tech, but I don't know uh, his origin of birth. Well, I I just was going to say that he came from the farm. Ah, down on the farm. That's a good segue. And you know what we do when yeah. we're not talking Texas Rangers. Mm, you know what we're talking right now? We're talking our top 40 prospect list as it has been revised uh, at this point. And uh, the baseball savant of the show, uh, my co-host, the Manimal, is uh, just lining them up and knocking them down. And we got through 15 guys on our last show. And uh, some really good names on there, some new names that you know, and some names that you, uh, some new names you don't know, and some names that if you've been following us, you do know. 
but if you like our show and you want more content with the Rangers, just subscribe to our exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys. We cover all things uh, in the Rangers farm system. We go over pretty much everything, box scores, transactions, call-ups, send-downs, rumors, predictions, highlights, whatever we can talk about in regards to to the future of this organization. So just for $1.99 a month, you can make our podcast your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. So don't forget to go to our Spotify page or to our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. There it is. And subscribe today. Let's jump into last night's big victory for the Rangers, which guarantees a win in this series against the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, they um, they're guaranteed to take two two out of three for sure now, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 Cardinals sent uh, rookie Matt Libitor to the to the hill last night, mm. and uh, you know I don't I wouldn't say the Rangers just beat him up, but they did get to him for uh, five runs, and mm. uh, you know they added as the game went on uh, an Adalis Garcia home run, but uh, you know. I got to say that the the Rangers, when they put together an inning, they put together an inning, don't they? How many five run? They didn't have a five run inning uh, last night, but I want to say they've had like a, an, I don't know, an absorbent, absorbent, is that right? But they've had an right. outrageous, yeah, they've had an outrageous amount of five run innings, five runs or more well, uh, this season. They put together crooked numbers, don't they? And, and yep. that's what you yep. want. That's what you want in, the, in a big game because there's no bigger – there's no bigger momentum ga- changing play in, in the game than that, that, you know, I'll say last night it was a basis clearing double, mm-hmm. but it's normally that three run home run, right? That three yep. run home run. Well, that's the same thing. It's the same thing. And that was de- depleting uh, ball goes up the line. Contreras lays out to, to block that ball and it still gets away. Nobody there for the backup, and the Rangers add that that third run that they that they really, you know, St. Louis could have gotten away with and had this be a one run game going into the late innings, but uh, right. it didn't work out that way. Uh, Dunning again, he had uh, a, you know probably not his best outing of the season for sure. Um, he did give up uh, up until uh, the this afternoon, or up until he gave up the first inning home run to. Uh, Nolan Arenado, he had gone the longest this season to open the season without uh, giving up a home run after Sonny Gray had given up a home run earlier, uh, either this afternoon or yesterday after evening or mm-hmm. Monday. I can't remember what it was, but he didn't have the record for very long before he gave up his first home run. The Rangers fought back. He saw it. Garver hit a rocket off the wall with uh, Young on the move. Uh, that's the, that was the first run. They get a, a big home run from Nate Lowe to tie the game up, and and that ball was crushed for an opposite field. I mean, man, yeah, that was, he, a, that was a bullet. Dude. He smoked that you ball, and, and we talked about the big three run inning where Simeon cleared the bases with a double, and then uh, Garcia, uh, he he got him one in the fifth on a high fastball, and boy did he turn that thing around. Yeah. Yeah, four oh. hits for Garcia, just man crush for me all day long, dude. I love that guy, man. Oh, he yeah, he's just so much fun to watch play baseball, dude. He just does it all. Lots of love. Uh, all the home, all the runs scored for St. Louis were on the home run ball against Dane Dunning, which is kind of uh, funny considering he went into the game not giving up a home run, but he gave up a late home run, a couple late home runs to Wilson Contreras and uh, Jordan Walker in the sixth inning. 
But uh, Josh, uh, well, Cole Raggins came in behind that, uh, walked a batter, but got through it. Um, yep. And then uh, Josh Spores came on after Raggins got uh, his, uh, what, second out or, or whatever, and uh, ended up uh, closing down for an inning and two-thirds with four strikeouts. And that was the yeah. best stuff I've ever seen uh, Spores have. That was right. the stuff that – that's why he – was still on this thing when spring training ended and he was struggling. That's why he was still on this thing whenever they're looking for roster moves. And you, you know what I'm saying? That's why he's his still job on is here. Safe. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, that's why he's on there because that's the kind of potential he has. And if you start seeing that on a regular basis, Josh Spores is a big time reliever in this game because he throws 98 miles an hour. He's got a couple of different off speed pitches that are really good. And, uh, you know, Will Smith um, got his 11th save and he doesn't get too many save opportunities because the Rangers are normally winning by 65 runs, but Right. <laughs> uh, the, the last couple of nights in close ball games when they needed him, he's been there for them. And uh, man, just a, a good win for the Rangers uh, on Tuesday evening. Um, now they come out on Wednesday looking for the sweep. And and uh, what's that, five games in a row now that the Rangers have won? And that's their longest mm-hmm. streak of the year. So um, this is the first time through a rotation that the Rangers have won all five games. And uh you know, I mean, it doesn't feel that way, right? It feels like they've won five or ten games in a row all all year. But um, Wednesday night, seven oh five, the Rangers and Cardinals will finish up the series. Uh, Jack Flaherty for the Cardinals. It's three and four with a four fifty five ERA, but he's been better lately. And um, John Gray will go for the Rangers, and you know, you got to expect John Gray to be out there, you know, doing what he's been doing this in his last several starts and. You know, you're going for the sweep, and, uh, you know, I don't see any reason why it won't happen. I I will – I would love to see it, and I think we're both going to be out uh, go out at the game, so we're going to be both predicting a win uh, for and, the Rangers, and we take that sweep. And real quick, if anybody wants to come say hi tonight to me, I will be up dead center field. We decided we were going to sit those uh, weird little section up there in dead center on the second level tomorrow. But, you know, I, I may be there for a couple innings. I like to watch the game from several different positions. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we will be out there as well. So look forward to seeing you out there. And uh, it's going to be a great time. We'll hopefully see some of you guys out there as well. Uh, catching a live baseball game on a Wednesday night. Uh, and again, uh, thanks for listening in. Don't forget to check real us quick, out. Real quick, Kev, social- oh, real quick, sure. before before you get into the spiel or to finish us out here, um, if we do come on the air tomorrow or if we do decide to have a show tomorrow, we may do something before the, uh, before the game starts uh, altogether and maybe talk about some of the guys that we like that maybe the Rangers would be interested in trading for with the uh, – with, uh, DeGrom hitting the 60-day and, and being finished for the season. Yeah, I think that'll be a lot of fun. There are some names out there that we're definitely interested in. If you got any interest, any names that you're interested in, don't forget to check us out on social media and tell us about who you like at TX Rangers WTB. Give us all of your favorite, uh, t- you know, pitching, uh, rent, rent a pitchers for, for the, the stretch run. Uh, when we Burns. make the playoffs. Corbin Burns would be amazing. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content on, down on the farm with the boys. Uh, thanks for uh, subscribing on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, you name it. We're there. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will catch
catch you guys at the game tomorrow, and we will be back in full effect on Thursday, or I'm sorry, Friday morning. Uh, and this is Texas Rangers with the boys. We are signing out. <laughs>